1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having?
2: Hello and good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to my Wednesday, the spin off of the Wednesday Week podcast. And this week, I've got a lady who I've been wanting to talk to for quite some time. I actually work with her husband, Sean. And everybody I know who knows Lisa, Lisa Morley, says she's a mad passionate Wednesdayite. And I know she is. I bumped into her a few games. She goes to home and away. And uh, she's so we've got her on the show at last. And I want to have a chat about Wednesday, how she become a Wednesday I, you know, what, what her experiences, her loves about Wednesday. And let, let's let's go into that right now, Lisa. Welcome aboard. Thanks for coming.
3: Thank you. Thank you for asking
2: me. Ah, that's all right. Anytime, anytime. So, cast your mind back. When, when did you first start knowing about Wednesday? When did you start supporting them? And what was your first game?
3: It happened really weirdly, actually. I couldn't stand football growing up. I would have—I don't think i have ever watched five minutes of a football game on the TV. I hated everything about it. And it was 90, early 1991. And I was coming home from work and I bumped into an old school friend. And she asked me if I wanted to go to a football game with her because she got free tickets. She worked for a brewery at the time. She got a lot of free tickets to things and I'm like, no, thank you. Football's not for me. She went, oh, come on, you, you know, you never know till you try it. So I thought, go on then. What you've got to remember here, she'd only said football tickets. I could have been at Bramall Lane. I could have been at Chesterfield. I could have been at Rotherham. I could have gone anywhere. And I meets her on the Saturday and we just happen to get on the bus and go to Hillsborough. And... The one thing I'll never ever forget, and I still get the same feeling now, is we went in through Penistone Road End, up the ramp on the cop, and through the main entrance on the cop. In the middle. In the middle, yeah. Yep. And bearing in mind, I've never even walked into a stadium before in my life. When I walked up them steps and into that, I've never felt anything like it it was immense the the, the the stadium the fans the noise the atmosphere and i just thought wow this is this is beyond anything i ever expected now now i was going to feel about the game i didn't really know so we went and stood somewhere I, I can't remember where and i just got caught up in it and i just thought this is one of the best things i have ever done um And it just spiraled from there i mean i was i was 17 at the time and my sister was 14. um and once claire stopped going i was so desperate to go i got my sister to start going um and it 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 just went from there and my sister i'd like to say we're both as passionate as each other but i'm not sure if my sister even tops me sometimes
2: So that was, what, 1990
3: 1991? It was 91, and, I, and I, I've been asked this before what the game was, and I want to say Oxford United. Now, I can't be sure, it's just what sticks in my mind. Right. But what I do know is it was only about six or seven weeks before we played the Rumble O's Cup final at yep. Wembley.
2: Yeah, I think it was the one where John Sheridan missed a penalty and got booed. It might have been that game. But so you were standing on the cop then as well, weren't you? it wasn't seated.
3: No, we were we were standing then, um, and then I don't think I missed a game to the end of that season. There wasn't long left, right. Um, but obviously, what a season to first go.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, and did you go to Wembley as well then?
3: I didn't. Be, it, 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 I would not say it's a regret because I I wasn't fully into it then enough to yeah. so have been able to get a ticket to so have to find a way down and things like that so the season after was more when I became a season ticket holder um started going to some away games didn't go to the all because obviously back at 17 I were only in office junior I didn't have the money to go to yeah. the away games yeah. um, but, but that was where it that was where it all kicked off um, that's
2: amazing so there was because we speak to a lot of people and It tends to be a generation thing. Like, for myself, my dad was a Wednesdayite, my son's a Wednesdayite, and it's sort of passed on through the family. And Um, you remember
3: the first games you've took them to and things like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But this was – so what brewery did she work for?
3: I only ever remember it was the one at the bottom of – in town where the markets were.
2: Yep, yep.
3: At the bottom of that hill was a brewery on the corner.
2: Yep. Yeah,
3: she worked for that one, yeah. and she get a lot of tickets for like concerts and things like that. But she just happened to get these football tickets. And asked me to go, and I think back now, I think, what if I'd have held out and said, no, it's not for me. I'm not. I'm not bothered. What? And I think what I'd have missed out on. And then I yeah, think I, that's like, mad. I but was going to ask. <laughs> I, I was
2: going to ask because I thought, I wonder if it had been Ward's. Because that would have been ironic, wouldn't it, if it had been Wardsbury and you'd gone to watch Wednesday?
3: Yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I, I can't remember. I mean, Claire were a name and I still see her now. She still she comes to me for her birthday cakes and things. So, you know, I still see her and we still talk about it. And if ever I put anything on Facebook, she always writes underneath.
2: <laughs> so, your dad is a Sheffield United fan.
3: But we didn't so know.
2: So how did, that, how did that go down?
3: Well, I'll be honest. He had two daughters, me and my sister. Football was never even mentioned in my house. It, it, as, I can't remember my mum and dad ever discussing it. Um, yeah. If you'd have asked me which team they supported, I would have said they didn't support any. Because it just... Now I know the reason. Because my mum... Went to Sheffield Wednesday when she met my dad, who went to Sheffield United. And they, she fell pregnant with me pretty soon, and it wasn't working them both going to the football games. So they made the decision to both stop going. They both had other interests, so it didn't matter. They stopped going, and um, they didn't even speak about it. And we having two daughters, they never really thought they needed to speak about it because yeah, yeah. They never, there's to start going to football matches. So it could have gone either way. So when we did go, I think at first, I remember the first time I actually come home and I was I couldn't get my words out because I was that excited that I'd been to this football game. And I'm saying to my mum, I'm bearing around, I was 17. I'm saying, oh, it was was marvellous. And there was something that I knew my mum wasn't telling me. And what it was, she was thrilled that I'd gone to Hillsborough, but she knew what I was going to do to my dad.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it
3: it was a tough thing and, it, and and obviously over the years now, thirty-two years later, and me both his daughters travel all over following. <laughs> him. I buy him I go to Bramala Lane every Christmas. I go in the shop and I buy him a shirt. I do it every Christmas. Sean actually got a picture of me once and I nearly killed him because he put it on Facebook. <laughs> 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 So I, I feel, if I'm being honest, I, I feel a little bit sorry for my dad because I know if it were my kids, my kids are both Wednesday fans. They've had season tickets. My yeah. grandkids the Wednesday shirts. If they was going to United, I'd be devastated.
2: Yeah, yeah, but they're not, and they're going to Hillsborough instead, which is all good. Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> right.
2: So, so you when again, again the conversations. It always seems to be me that the the, the that I speak, that I speak to we always remember the 90s i mean we were blessed with the 90s and and okay. and i do feel sorry for the generations after who haven't had that chance to see us in the premiership and who thought 23 years down the line we still wouldn't be back in the premiership but let's let's relive those times so obviously so so your first season ticket would have been the old first division yeah. so um and then we went into to the the premiership was created Obviously, blessed with some amazing players in those times. Who, uh, out of that crop of players in that time, was your favourite? Who was your favourite, Lisa?
3: At the time, before knowing more about football than, than what I know now, it had to be, There were only one number eight. It was Chris Waddle.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: But, when I look back now and think of what we had, Roland Nielsen was an amazing player. But if anybody asked me, it has to be Chris Waddle. Everything about him, his mannerisms, the way he looked like he was shattered from five minutes into the game and then the ball come to his feet and I used to stand towards that side of the cop and he, he was running towards me and it didn't matter who was trying to take the ball off him. They just couldn't.
2: <laughs> so did you have posters of, of him up on your wall then, being a oh, teenager?
3: Oh, I. We, Oh, Chris Wadham, David Hurst, Nigel Jemson. I-, I always had the team photo on the back of my door in my bedroom, always. Um, I bought every programme, so all the middles came out of the programmes. They went all over the walls. Yes. They- not- that,
2: that, that, that was an actual thing, wasn't it? Because we, we all did it. I, I, was, I was in my early 20s, but we all waited for the first programme of the season, which had the team spread in it. Yep. Uh, uh, with the new kit, home and away. And then, like you say, every game it'd have a centrefold with a player in it, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't even buy programmes anymore. I've sort of gone beyond that. But I would have never gone to a game in the 90s without picking a programme up. Um, going to the shop, I'd have the proper poster of the of the squad. Um, and all the little tiny ones that were signed... Um. yeah, there's no getting away from it. I feel very, very lucky that I saw them players at Hillsborough and they would fit into most Premier League sides now.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, thinking about that time, when did you start going to your first away games then? How old were you then?
3: It's really only started for away games in the last 10 years. Right. For as many as we do which is yeah. practically all of them yeah um back then it was hit and miss one reason my sister was a hairdresser and she was a, so what she used to do is she got she worked one had one off so she always did it so that we could go to hillsborough
1: yeah yeah so the
3: away game so i always remember i remember going to blackburn for the semi-final of one of the cups uh
2: 93.
3: Yeah, I went to Kaiserslautern and I went to Spora Luxembourg.
2: Wow, brilliant.
3: Um, I got pulled by the coppers outside the ground because I got there that early. There was only me and my friends stood outside Hillsborough because I was there at quarter past two in the morning. (laughs) 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 For tickets, Um, they were long journeys on them coaches. Yeah.
2: I remember but, I I went to Spora uh, by myself. My dad said he, he couldn't have the day off work. And I remember it picking up at Middlewood Road at silly o'clock in the morning, driving down to Dover. I think we got the, uh, ferry. the ferry over. And yeah. then they stopped us somewhere outside Luxembourg in, in a service station, I think it was. It was did red hot. Go... I remember it being red hot.
3: Did you go? Yes, it was red hot. Did you go yeah. with Chef Wednesday? Did you go yes, with? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did I? I went with their coaches then. Um, so going, I went with my sister and Sean's sister that I got into supporting Sheffield Wednesday as well. Um, and then when I went to Kaiserslautern, my sister couldn't afford it, and I went with Claire, the girl that got me the first right, ticket. Right, got
2: your ticket fantastic! Yeah, yeah. so. So, out of, out of the games in the 90s, are there any that stick in your mind? Any game that sort of sticks in your mind that Definitely. you'll always remember?
3: Definitely. The, we do The rivalry for me in, in Sheffield is second to none. I, think, I don't think there's many that's much bigger. And I hated Sheffield United with a passion. Um, <laughs> so, the game against them at Wembley, I don't think I ate all week. I was that nervous. Um and when that final whistle went, it would just it was magical. It would just it, i I I didn't know how it was gonna go. I knew we had the better side, but then I would I'd already watched them do the double over us. So that
2: same season, yeah.
3: Yeah. So you're thinking, what is gonna happen? That was amazing. And to say there was all them thousands of Sheffield people there, I came out of the ground, ran down the steps, got to the bottom and bumped into Sean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, note to people who are listening, Sean yeah. obviously is Lisa's husband, and Sean is a Sheffield United fan. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, And it is a butt of the jokes that were, But yet, so Sean is a Sheffield United fan. So we've carried on the uh, the family tradition of marrying um intermarrying between united and wednesday
3: there is a story with that one though as well because when i was born i had a season ticket for hillsborough and he had a season ticket for bramble lane right it wasn't working it certainly (laughs) wasn't working um i was nasty when we lost and they won and he had other hobbies though which i didn't i just revolved around football so we made the decision back in 1991 for him to stop going to bramble lane he was that bothered and i think he already knew with just a few months we've been together that if anybody was more into the football it was me especially with me going with my sister and he, when we talk about it now, he says, I don't regret the decision for one minute because I would have never done what you and your sister do now.
2: Right, so yeah.
3: You made, made the right decision. He's still obviously, he's, he, having score flash on his phone is what he classes as supporting Sheffield United. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he does take a lot of stick. He does yeah. take a lot of stick about <laughs> that. <laughs> so, back to, so 93, Wembley, they had done the double overs in the league. Um, we went into that game now, I think we went in as favourites. So on paper, we were the better team. You've got Alan Cook playing up front for them with a massive beard. Said he yep. wouldn't shave it off, would he, until till they got knocked out. Um, Brighty and Hurst, Chris Waddle. That goal, that goal that he scored.
3: Well, I I can... think goosebumps on my arms just talking about it now. It was just... I, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it went in. Sean sure, no, always says to me, he not even sat in his seat. He was only just walking to his seat when that goal hit the back of the net. And wow, he, he, the memories I have of Chris Waddle are just the best.
2: He, he, he was an iconic player, amazing yeah. player. And we've we've got the, the the late and fantastic Trevor Francis to thank for that of, of bringing in that sort of quality player. Yes, um, into to, to playing for playing for Wednesday, and then obviously. The song goes, it should have been 10-1. And chance after chance after chance was spurned. And then good old Mark Bright uh, pops up, header, back of the net. And that's us through to the final.
3: It was. I had that picture. I had the picture of Mark Bright heading the ball and then celebrating afterwards with his signature underneath. And I had the same Chris Waddle one. So it's him scoring, celebrating, and with... Sean's not impressed with me wanting to put them on the walls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it was an iconic day, wasn't it? And it, well, and, and and obviously, the, those that don't know, we we ended up playing Arsenal in that in the FA Cup final. We also played Arsenal in the League Cup final, and we lost both <laughs> finals.
3: I went to uh, yeah. them all as well. I don't know where yeah. I got the money from, but I went to them all.
2: <laughs> I think you and majority Sheffield did in regards to the blue side of the city was yeah, the, the, yeah, because it was a replay. It was on a Thursday night.
3: I, I, I had to go in and ask them. I remember, I can still remember going into the office at work and saying, "Please, can I, can I?" Can I have Thursday out off? The thing is, they knew they knew that. I, even my desk, I had all photos down the side of my desk of all the players. They knew. I mean, I took some stick at works. So I work with all United fans. So, and they said, of course, you can. Um, but yeah, it 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 was a memorable time back then.
2: Wasn't it? Wasn't it just? Other than the fact we didn't win anything, which yes.
3: Really... <laughs> All people right. we'll say we didn't come away with
2: anything, but we came away with the memories, so we did. We did, we did, we did. So that was a real highlight in our time, wasn't it? And then things yeah. started to go a little bit awry. Uh, obviously players started getting older, injured, Hursty left, Sheridan, Waddle, yeah. Brighty, and we had the two Italians come in, which were heady times as well. Do you remember um the times under Di Canio and Carboni?
3: Now, this is where I have my gap. Ah. I had my son in 1994. I went right up until having him. Yeah. And when I had him, Sean worked the weekends on a Saturday, and I had no one to have the kids. Yeah. So I have a gap from 1994 to 2005, where because my, my daughter is six years old, Younger than my son So there's quite a gap between them So it wasn't till my son was 10 And my daughter was 4 And then I went to the odd game When I could manage But it was only the odd game Once... So,
2: so, so you, you, you left when Chris Well we were at our highest And then you came back in 2005 Yes Where we were What were we League 1 then Had we been we was,
3: But we was promoted The season I came back We was at Cardiff
2: Right. Okay. So so your time is pretty impeccable then, really, I was, isn't
3: it? i, I have never done too bad. Um <laughs> it didn't make any difference though. Um I still followed them. For them ten years, it's not like now there was no social media, there was no phones. Yep. You got a green in on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. You've you got the Sheffield Star, you read the back of it. Yeah. That's how you kept up with it. And that yep. really was the only way for me to still follow them. I I was on I knew everything, I knew. I knew when they scored, whether they was winning, whether they was losing. I still shed tears when they was when they was relegated. That didn't stop. Um, and as soon as me and my sister got the opportunity to start going back a bit, I, di- I didn't know whether it would get us again. I didn't know. have yeah. Gone past that because we was older. We got kids. We got other things to do. Straight away.
2: <laughs> that book was back.
3: It 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 was it's as if we'd never left. I mean, by then, obviously, it, it, um, I believe the cop was seated by then as well. Yeah,
2: it would have been. Yeah, yeah. So
3: it wasn't when I left; it was still standing. But yeah, yeah, it it, it grabbed us straight away.
2: Fantastic, and, and then and then so that that season we went to uh, Cardiff. Yeah. Were you sort of straight into that season, or did you jump halfway through?
3: Um. It was it. It was a couple of months into that season when we started going to the odd game. Then by um, after Christmas, we started to go to them all. We just pay on the gate, but we did go to them all. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we went to Car- we went to Cardiff as well. We made a weekend of it. Fabulous. And what we did do in Cardiff is meet the people that we now sit with at Hillsborough and go all over with.
2: Wow. Fantastic. And do you still sit on the COP now?
3: We do. I sit I have been in the same seat now. This is probably my 17th, 18th year in the same seat.
2: Brilliant. brilliant. So let's fast forward to now. Yeah. Let's fast forward and, and, and talk about where we are because obviously there's been we've had our trials and tribulations. COVID yep. didn't help. Um our chairman, I don't think, helped. Um, uh, and we had points taken off us, we got relegated, we had COVID, we got relegated during COVID, so none of us could could watch it. Um, and then we had two two seasons in, in League One under Darren Moore. Um, the first season inauspiciously getting knocked out by Sunderland in the playoffs, and then obviously the season we've just had, and I spoke to you before we came on air. Was the, this thing we, we've we've always got to talk about it? I think this will be something that that in le- will be legend in regards to the Peterborough games. Yeah. Um, of the the Friday night away and the Thursday night at home. So so did you go down to Peterborough, Lisa?
3: I did, yes, and I came out before their fourth goal, and I can still see me and my sister walking around the edge back to the coach. And I just put my foot on the coaches as their fourth goal went in. And I turned to my sister, and I was very close to tears. I really was. We both was. And I said, I'm cancelling them hotels. I had four hotel rooms booked at Wembley. I said, it's pointless. I'm cancelling them. And my sister went, you're jinxing it. Don't cancel it yet. Well, bearing in mind the coaches we go on with the Wednesday nights. it's the same people every week, sitting in the same seats. You know them. We were the first back on the coach. Slowly, bit by bit, the others started coming on. And Pete, who we've gone with for years, sits dead opposite us. He stopped in front of us and he went, don't you remember, just you remember, girls, it's only half time. <laughs> and we laughed at him. And I said, it's a good job you can make us laugh, Pete. And I think I think the coach is one of the most silent I've ever come home on. Yeah,
0: there was, yeah. There
3: was very little. I mean, I'm ashamed in a way to say myself, I've completely written them off. Even to the point where on the coach, my sister had said, Do you want to go next, next week? And I said, I'm not sure. I said, I don't know if I can put myself through this anymore. Um, it's raw, isn't it? It's emotional when yeah, you.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold up. What was
1: that?
0: We all know away days are min, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later.
3: Um, so we obviously we came away from the Friday night one, and I'd not spoke to my sister over the weekend, and then I think on the Monday, of the Tuesday she four met nothing to do with with football, and at the end of the conversation just went,' right, I'll pick you up Thursday night. I says, yeah, I'll see you Thursday and I thought <laughs> <laughs> that that was our way of saying, we're going no matter what we're going um, yeah it,
2: it it's it's funny, isn't it, because I think there was an overwhelming swell on Social media after the game, and I like can imagine people sat on the coaches traveling back up the A1 of sobbed that I'm not going Thursday, and there was a lot of people saying, "Oh, swathes of people are going to want refunds on the tickets and stuff like that." And I remember clicking on online, just just looking nosily to see how many tickets had been returned, and there was the odd one or two here or there, which I didn't know had, might not have been sold before the Thursday night. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: but um, they they. they they seem to be a a residence of. Come on, let's just go and see what happens.
3: I mean, if if I if I think if I, if I hadn't have gone to it, I would have never forgiven. I would have never not gone. That 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 without a shadow. I thought it for a split second, mm. but I would have never not gone. Um, and I didn't give us any hope until I got in the ground. And I saw the packed stadium and the noise from the fans before they'd even come out of the tunnel. And I thought, could we do this? Could the fans? To me, I I put eighty percent down of that win to the fans.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was amazing atmosphere, wasn't it? it just amazing,
3: was unbelievable. Because I was never there for the Brighton one. Where the right. Ball- I was a, I was on holiday in Spain. Yeah. I- and that was always one, when I see that, where Peter put pictures on, where they've got all the lights on the cameras.
2: Yeah.
3: I always feel a bit, I can't believe I didn't, I wasn't there at that game.
2: Uh, uh, to me, I think, because I was there at that one with my son, and I don't think there was as much emotion as there was when we played Peterborough and came back. I think there were no. grown men crying. Yeah, if I, to,
3: if I had to pick between one, the problem with the, the the Brighton game is we'd still got to play them at Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas to come back from 4-0 down, it, well, it just, it's, it is unbelievable. And I keep saying to people, you just couldn't write at the end of our season. You just couldn't write.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we ended up at Wembley uh, and, and we, we, we know, you know 120 minutes plus three. You know, everybody seems to be having the tattoo, including players. Uh, um, your day there, did you go down the night before? Did you go down the morning? What What, what did you do?
3: So, I was in New Yorker the week before and I didn't actually get back to Sheffield while two o'clock on the Sunday morning. <laughs> and my sister picked me up at ten o'clock on the Sunday morning for us to go down we spent Sunday night and Monday night down there so when we all got down there everybody that we sit we we all met over a service station on the way down um down to the same hotel we was all in the same hotel they all decided that Covent Garden was the place to go I don't drink so half an hour at Covent Garden and I'd had enough um I left them, I left them all to carry on the drinking and the merriment and I came back to the hotel and when I got into the hotel there was a family, um, all, all the eldest gentleman was 95 to 55, there were seven of them, and they were all in the restaurant downstairs and I sat and had a coffee and, and they, obviously I got my Wednesday scarf tied around me so they couldn't and as I got up to go upstairs, they went, come, why don't you come and sit with us? So I went and sat with them, and I had the best night ever. <laughs> the, the eldest gentleman, 95, there was his sons and his son-in-laws that he was with, and he buys them all a season ticket every year, and they all sat at the back of the car, and they have to wow. feed. So I was just listening to their stories, and I ended up having a fantastic night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't have all the pyrotechnics, and then end up getting the police throw you out of Covent Garden.
3: No- my, my sister, my, my son and my friends did, but not me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the final, we all have our own little stories about the final and stuff like that. Is, is there any sort of things that stick out in your mind of the actual day itself?
3: I want to say that they're enjoyable, but they're not. <laughs> they're not enjoyable until the final whistle goes and you've won. Yeah, yeah. Because the rest of it, I couldn't, I couldn't eat the nerves were, were just shredded. Um, yeah. And when we got into the stadium, it filled up and the DJs started playing and everybody were dancing and jumping and there were beach balls flying. And I just looked around and I thought to myself, for all them times that I'm travelling back five hours on a coach and we've lost 3-0 to Plymouth and things like that, this is what makes it all worthwhile.
2: Yes. It is. They don't come around very often, do they? No, not no. they don't for a Wednesday supporter anyway.
3: <laughs> we we have a lot of iffy matches and we have a lot of things going off in the seasons, but times like that—they're not very often. But when they come around, the Wednesday family is is just fabulous. Yes,
2: absolutely. So, a normal match day, Lisa Morley. What do you have? Do you have any superstitions for a start? In regards to, is there a certain thing you have to do in the morning? A certain something you have to wear? Is there something along the lines of any sort of superstitions you have before a game?
3: Not, not really. No, we never change the seats. So, so there is a gap between me and my sister at Hillsborough. Um, it, it was down to we couldn't get seats together when we first wanted to go and sit with these people that we'd met at Cardiff. They told us where they sat. They said the seats available on the row. They were separate, it didn't matter, we're all in the same room. There's only only a seat between us. Um, but when we go, so if say Ricky doesn't come, I don't move into Ricky's seat to sit next to my sister, I still stay in my seat. So, little things like that. When we got to Wembley, I made everybody sit, although the tickets had all been bought and everybody's got a ticket number, I made them sit as we sit (laughs) at Hillsborough.
2: Uh, that's interesting because we do exactly the same myself my son and my mate ady we don't swap seats we have never swapped seats in the 11 years we've sat together we know so so if um if ethan doesn't go or if i don't go but ady takes him then they'll sit with a seat gap where i would have been sat or vice versa yeah we never move out of our seats and i'd be interesting to know if there's other people i think I, I, it seems to be a thing that is you don't sit in somebody else's seat especially if you sat there for some time yeah so so so, what's your routine when you go to the match then
3: um well i don't drive my sister picks me up um she has a fabulous car with a fabulous number plate a s six owls <laughs> uh, So my sister picks me up. We go really early, mainly so that we can get parked. Because parking, as you know, around Hillsborough is shocking. Um, Through the summer period, we just tend to go and get a KFC, McDonald's, eat it in the car, and then just go into the game, maybe half an hour before kick-off. When it gets to the winter, we tend to leave the car, go into Hillsborough, and go into the Costa Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And have a coffee in a bun.
2: (laughs) This is all very respectable. I was (laughs) expecting dancing on bars and all sorts. My sister,
3: yes. Um, I I, I bring my sister back in. She's the one that likes to drink. She's the one that likes to party. I'm not like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. So the current crop of players who we've got, obviously there's a few new ones coming recently, but who's your standout over the last few years? Who's your favourite you've got now? Obviously, you're... Chrissy Waddle in the in the back yeah. in the day. Who's your one? Who's your one now? Who you would stick up as a poster on your bedroom wall?
3: It's it's a tough question that. Um, I'm going to go with Barry Bannon, but I'm going to go with Barry Bannon. Not probably for the reason that people think. I think he's the best footballer at the club. I think he's the most loyal person we've got at the club. I think he's Wednesday through and through. I think he loves us. I think if he could stay there and coach, it would, you know, when his time's up. That part of it, because anybody that loves Wednesday, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's the part of Barry Bannon. I mean, I, I think Barry Bannon is a great footballer on his day. Sometimes he can have really bad performances. <laughs> but I'd, I'd probably go with Barry Bannon. Although I'm really starting to like Patterson at the minute. It, <laughs> It gives a hundred and ten percent all the time.
2: It, it's funny, isn't it? He, I think he's got a very big female following, in the what regards <laughs> to the Wednesday, right? Um And he is what he what he doesn't have in talent, he gives in effort, doesn't he? he is
3: still. it? And, and Barry Badley said the same other week because I thought, wow, I can't believe he said that, but. <laughs> He it, 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 it is right, he is, um, and there was a time I didn't even know I was on the pitch, but now I think to myself, that man, is he really works hard, he never stops, and, and I'm glad he's getting back into the side.
2: Yeah, yeah, so obviously things have changed over the last month or so since <laughs> that just... huge high we had at Wembley yeah. <laughs> to where we are now. Where where do you see where do you see this season going? What's your thoughts on it?
3: I've absolutely no idea. <laughs> that I, I've got to be honest. I was disappointed with Friday night's game, but yes, I w- but then I was happy about Friday night's game. It was strange. I was disappointed that we let we let the the equaliser go and 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 then go on to win. But there's no getting away. There was a way superior team. Way superior. But I thought we held his own. What I did like is he saw what was wrong in that first half and he changed it. We came out in the second half and we played the way we needed to play to try and get anything from that game. So that's made me feel that the manager has got something about him. He could pick it up straight away. I mean... The, the first half, obviously, they just absolutely hammered us. Um, but I felt in the second half we couldn't compete with their football, so we played our way of playing, and I, and I felt they struggled more against that. So to me, there's something right in the dressing room that they picked it up and they came out and tried to change it. Um, as for the way the season's going to go, it's a really tough championship this one.
2: I think um, what I what I was saying is that we've um we've been out of it two years and there seems to the championship seems to have leveled up another level from when we left it. Yeah. The, the team, that the, the teams, obviously when we went down, um, premiership teams that were coming down at that time, weren't full of these galactic stars of 35, 40 million pound values of what we seem to have now. And also the skill levels as well has just seems yep. to have gone up another notch. Um, so it's interesting times, isn't it? It's interesting times. Fourth from bottom will be more than happy, I think, for myself. And I think a lot of Wednesday fans will yeah. say the same. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're going to have highs and lows, lots of them. Um, so are you home and away again this season, Lisa?
3: Uh, I'm off to Hull on Saturday.
2: Um, commiserations. <laughs> 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 so, obviously, all your family are wednesday apart from the husband do do you feel is there any sort of what's it like give me a picture of what it's like living married to a united fan um
3: he learned very early on to just keep his mouth closed (laughs) (laughs) and and, you know is i I can't fault him because i've come back from games and i've like when we've been relegated that i've been to the gates i've come back in tears and other way around i would have no sympathy whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> um and he's not like that is is it? what like he always says he can see something in me that he'd ne- he's never really seen before what me and my sister do there isn't many that do what me and my sister do. There is women that follow them, but a lot of them tend to not have families at home. Mm. Especially like my husband that works away Monday to Friday. Yeah. He comes back on a Friday night and on a Saturday I get up and I can go out all day to the football. <laughs> it, you know, and it, it is is he it would never ask me to stop. He knows I never would, but it's it, it is is very, very, is very, very good with it, to be honest.
2: A little bit of banter in there. I suppose it helps the fact that your kids are Wednesday as well, isn't it?
3: Yeah, to be honest, there isn't much banter because I don't do banter very well. (laughs) (laughs) I get get very annoyed very quickly. Um, So he finds it better just not to really say anything. Sometimes he does try to engage me in conversations about players that are at Sheffield United and I just look at him as if, why are you even talking to me about... (laughs) <laughs> and I will chew his ear off. Like when we come back from Wembley, I felt so sorry for him because if I wasn't watching it on my phone replays or different places from YouTube where they've got different different bits of the stadium they was taking it for. It, and every time you come down, you say you're never watching it again. Or the piece Peter. Pan.
2: <laughs> oh bless him. Oh dear. Well, he sounds sounds to me like uh, he, he's probably the best husband you could have. Really. In relation to that?
3: In relation to that, definitely. (laughs) And he's never bothered, I buy the the grandkids. Well, he buys it. He he has a lot more than me. He buys the grandkids the football shirts when we go down to Willsborough. So he takes it well. He takes it well.
2: Good, good. Well, it's great having that sort of perspective because I've got a few friends who have actually got uh, female partners who are united and it doesn't seem to work that (laughs) way. (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, no and, and, and I think maybe if I wasn't such a big fan, if yeah. I only got games here and there, it probably may say a little more. Uh, but he, like he said, the Peterborough game, we even only discussed this yesterday, actually, when we were watching Charity Shield, and he said to me, the best game of football I have ever watched, he says, was the Peterborough game with Sheffield Wednesday. He says, and I was screaming at the TV... At the end of the game. So you can make sure
2: they all know this. That he was <laughs> every Wednesday at the end of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see him, I'll make yes. sure he's I'm aware of that. Lisa, it's been fantastic. Thank you very much for coming on. It's been great hearing your stories. You've got Claire to thank for making your Wednesday night Yes. And we'll have to look up which brewery that is. I think it was the Wheat Sheaf Brewery. I think it was the Wheat Sheaf Brewery, but that's brilliant. Yeah. We see these videos now of kids walking in, don't we, the first ever game. And obviously, when you first went, 17-year-old, it had been fantastic having that video, seeing you walking out onto, onto the cop. Yeah. And I know exactly where you walked out. It's halfway up. It's a great it, view. It, yeah, it is.
3: I still get the same feeling now. I went that way. The start of the game, the first game of the season, me and my sister always go that way, even though our seats to the other side. So we actually normally would go up the side entrance, but on the first game, we still walk in the main entrance of the cup, and I still get that feeling.
2: Fantastic! That is being a football fan, isn't it? Yeah, that is it. being a football fan. Lisa, thank you very much for coming on. I know you're thank- a little bit nervous, etc but it's been brilliant speaking to you and great learning about your, your, your experiences watching Sheffield Wednesday. All right. Thank you very much. And if yeah. you're... Um, everybody who's watched this, hope you enjoyed that. If you uh, want to press like and subscribe, please do. And, uh, and uh, we'll be having plenty more my Wednesdays coming up very soon. See you
3: soon. See you. Bye.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.